All right, everybody. Thank you for jumping on with us for our Jumpstart podcast. I got the dynamite Christian Spencer on with me who came into the year just blazing it. Um, congratulations on your new baby. Um, I mean, that's such an amazing feat. Um, and now February, you know, you had the baby in January, February, coming off your best month ever, uh, helping over 40 families. Dude, you're killing it right now. Um, coming off a fantastic week where you helped about 18 families. So, I mean, right now the mo- you got the big mo, momentum rolling yeah. in your favor. How you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Yeah, man. It's it's honestly it's a, we're very blessed. You know, January um, started the year off having a new little baby girl, and um, knew that was going to you know be life changing, and it was. And man, I tell you, every day I look up and I, I wake up and I look at her, and it it just it just puts me to work, man. I, I really enjoy it. This month has been great. The Lord's blessed, definitely. That's amazing, brother. Well, congratulations. You know, if you can give our audience a little bit of a backdrop, where you're coming from and how you found FFL, that'd, that'd be appreci- appreciated. And then we'll get into some of the things you're doing to, to crush this level of consistency you got going, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, I came, I came from, before this job, I was in the mortgage industry. Uh, before the mortgage industry, I'd come from physical labor jobs, you know, everything you can think of, insulation, gas line, construction all the physical jobs. Um, Back about four or five years ago, um, I started looking into more of the, you know, office desk jobs. I was, you know, kind of wanting to shift gears a little bit. And I became a leasing supervisor um, here in Michigan. It was right after I got married. And I did that for about a year. Um, And a couple of doors opened. And one thing led to another, and I joined the mortgage industry took kind of my career a step further, just trying to find something to plant my feet and make a career out of it, somewhere where I could stay long-term and somewhere I don't dread going to work every day, something I enjoy and I know that, you know, it's, it's you know, going to be recession-proof, going to be, you know, you know, job security. And I was in the mortgage industry, started off very well in the mortgage industry, followed the steps. Um, and, you know, I, at one point I had over 200 pre-approvals out for loans, you know, doing wow. doing everything they said to do. Um, following the steps, working every day, work hard in the office, um, you know, t- eight, 10, 12 hours a day. And what, boom, 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 things are clicking. Boom, rates jump through the roof. And, and all of a sudden, 200 pre-approvals mean absolutely nothing. And people aren't getting their bid accepted. People are scared of interest rates. Wow. And I had nothing to show for it. So slowly, you know, I, I started watching my, not just bank account, but, you know, I started, yeah, pretty much, I mean, my bank account just decreased, you know, savings just completely diminished because uh, that's a commission-based job. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I remember coming home one day. Um, this was actually right before I joined FFL. Um, I came home and I, I came home and I, I kind of put my, I put my fist down on our counter upset. I was, I was very frustrated, not at anything or anybody, just at the situation that I'm in. I'm working so hard, it feels like I'm fighting an uphill battle. And at this point, um, my upline, I've been talking to Caleb Combs. We actually went to college together. And um, he had DM'd me on Instagram. He was taking all these trips. You know, every week it seemed like he was going from Texas to New Jersey or New Jersey to Florida. And I'm like, dude, you know, we were just in college the other day trying to get for cheeseburgers. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? 
and uh, he gave me the rundown, and he's like, he's like, uh, you know, listen, you know, I, I remember, you know, we left college pretty much the same time, and he went one direction, I went another, and he found FSL and started killing it. I didn't know at the time, and he, he started telling me, you know, approximately how many families he's helping and how it's changed his life financially and, you know, he has time to spend with his family. And I'm like, dude, that sounds, I'm a very skeptical person. It's like, dude, that sounds too good to be true. And my wife looked at me, Mark, and she's like, babe, we have nowhere to go but up. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, you know, once you hit rock bottom, you got a negative bank account and, you know, you got a new little girl, right, on the way. You know, we were just finding out we were expecting it this time. And it's like, you know, that's true. And Caleb's like, do you want to take care – do you want to take control of your situation right now? I'll be honest with you. Very blunt. You know how Caleb is. And I was like, wow. dude, yeah. And I was like, you know, well, you know, I'll think about it. I I, was, I had really good relationships at my you know, mortgage industry job. I actually worked with my mother-in-law, and everybody was saying, well, you know what? Next year at this time, Christian, the mortgage industry, we're going to be having some great conversations about you and your bank account and – you know, how you're succeeding in your success. And I I, told, I looked up at some of my uplines at that job, and I said, guys, I said, I don't know if you understand this, but I do not have one year for my family to starve, right? You know, I, I remember DM and Caleb actually calling him one day saying, listen, dude, I'm in. No no retreat. I said, I'm in. Um, wow. And let, let's do this. And, you know, he told me, you know, listen, your course is paid for. We got to get you to pass your exam. And so we started the process. I, to make a long story short, I ended up failing my exam three times. <laughs> and during that time, I did not work in the mortgage industry because it's a conflict of interest. And so my mortgage industry did not allow me to keep that job part-time while I did this. And actually, my boss there said something that was super important. He said, Christian, he's like, even if you could keep this job and do that, I would not let you. Because if you devote 50% here and 50% there, you're never going to be – you're never going to be a top success at anything you do because you're not given a hundred percent. And so, man, I burned the ships and I came in after the third time failing my exam. And I told my wife, I said, I, I almost, I, I wanted to just yell out. I was so frustrated. Mm. I'm like, man, I'm ready to get going. And I said, no matter what it takes, you know, and I looked at our little ultrasound pictures of our baby and I went back in that fourth time and I crushed it, nailed the exam, got licensed wow. contract. <laughs> Came in and dude, within my first week, I'd helped ten families. Honestly, it felt like you know just a huge burden's lifted off my back. Not wow. only you know, obviously your bank account comes and goes, but you know, man, I had helped. I had talked set with you know probably twenty, but helped ten different families take care of something that means the world to them. And ever since then, you know, <laughs> you know, I used my motivation as my daughter and my wife, right. And I told them I would never put us in that situation ever again of, you know, having to worry about, you know, can we buy this loaf of bread at the store? I made a promise to them, and up to this day, I've, I've stayed true to that promise, and the Lord has absolutely abundantly blessed us. And 360, our, our situation is 360, Mark, just completely turned around. I mean, I love what I do. I'm here to lock in right now with a bunch of coworkers, and, man, we're just having the best time. Well, that's an amazing story. Uh, can you unpack, you know, some of the? I mean, obviously you burned the boat. You you you, you uh, looked at the uh, ultrasound and said, "I got to get this done for my family." But you know, then you had to go to work. And, you know, you had to um, you bought you had to buy leaves. You had to commit. You had to yeah. you had to learn some of this. 
what was that that uh that learning curve like and some of that as you were trying to set forth your trajectory? That's interesting that you say that. I talk to my agents about this all the time, about, you know, coming in, my first investment into leads, you know, didn't really have the money like a lot of agents don't when they first come in to invest in the leads and you got everybody telling you just invest it all and it's going to, you know, you're going to see your ROI, you're going to see your return, you know, as long as you're out here working. And Joe, my man Joe Basso always says workflow plus lead flow equals cash flow. And, man, it's true. And I came in, and when I came in, what I did is I set myself a why, which I know we hear it a lot, which that's what the business is. It's copy and pasting, just like we always hear. I set myself a why, and at the time, it was my daughter. And what I did, I – I took up one of her ultrasound pictures and I put it right by my desk. I put one outside our bedroom door, one going out our garage door. And every time I would feel like, you know, I don't know if I should invest. I don't know if I should work today. I don't know, man, I would straight, I, I went straight. Once I seen that, I would go straight to my desk and I had my why I had a goal. When she was born, I had a certain goal that I wanted to hit before she was born. And that was 40 families helped, you know, at the time that was a huge goal for me. You know, I had nine months to help 40 families. You know, I wanted to be like, and I knew what that would do financially for us. And after a few weeks, I started learning after investing how much I have to work to be able to hit that goal, how much I have to invest, how much, I, how much work I have to put in. And I started getting in this rhythm slowly. You know, I, I bit the bullet my first time. I, I've never, you know, in the mortgage industry, we never bought by leads or anything like that. It's all warm market. You know, for coming into this, it's like, I don't know if I like that. And I took every penny that I had. I mean, I think my bank account was down to nine cents. <laughs> and I went and invested, wow. I think, 400 bucks into a, a batch of just our CRM leads. And when I tell you I'm, I was active, I mean, I, I might have bugged them to death, but I was calling every single one of our producers on our team, people making money, saying, listen, I just invested everything. I need to know what the sauce is. I need to know what to do so I can get my, my ROI. Slowly, what I started doing, I was very active. I decided I was just going to work. I have to. I have to survive. My family's got to survive. And slowly, I would pick up bits and pieces from top producers and, you know, 10K a week producers on our team. I would take bits and pieces of them on dial day, things that they would say and that would overcome objections. And slowly, you just develop this almost, you know, script for yourself where, you know, you're able to, you know, it, it hires your closing rate. You know, it, it was hard to invest my first amount of leads, but I, I times 10 what I invested ever since then. I don't have, I love investing. Investing, you know, getting a new batch of leads for me now is like Christmas. My wife says I'm a little crazy with it. <laughs> I mean, when I get a new batch of leads, I'm like, oh, you know, because you just know every, every call, you know, is a family, it could be a family help. You know, and that keeps me going. And like I tell you this, I just, you know, I had to set my why. Without, without my why and why I'm doing this, you know, man, it's just like, why am I getting up every day? You know, yeah, I have a goal, but why am I, why is my goal set like this? And by the time my daughter was born, I had hit my goal, but I, I had, my goal was 40 families. I had helped 52. Wow. Yeah, it was. Um, it was it was definitely, you know, I, I set my goal. I you can't hit a target that you can't see, Caleb always says. And I visualized what I had to do to get there. You're amazing. I mean, clearly, you know, the future is very bright. You know, you haven't been doing this that long. But how does it feel to have a straight path to success right now? Headed straight to the top. 
You know, man, it, it's absolutely crazy. I wanted to clarify one thing that I said. When I said I helped 52 families, that 52 families, you know, that was what was sitting in my, my bank account. That was my goal to have 40 families, the amount of money, not, you know, issue paid, but I wanted that much sitting in my bank. I want to be that financially comfortable. Once my daughter was here, I had helped a lot more families than that. Obviously, you know, I just had that goal for what I wanted our finances to look like. Um, but man, to have, like, I told Caleb this the other day, we were sitting here and I was like, man, I don't know about you, but I personally, you know, I've done a lot of jobs. I've been in the mortgages and in the leasing, construction, physical work. And I have never really, I've been pretty average or below average at everything, right? <laughs> you know, I wanted, you know, I grew up, you know, wanting to play baseball and uh, wanted to go play college baseball, had a couple opportunities to do that. And one thing led to another and, you know, my, you know, the Lord changed my path a little bit. And, you know, so I've been average or below average at everything and I do okay. And really it didn't start changing. I didn't see that clear path to the top until, you know, I decided I'm done being average. You know, I, I'm going to be the best at what I do. Right. And I, I don't know an industry. My wife was saying this the other day. She don't know any job that you can, you know, enjoy your work this much. Right. You know, like today, Margaret, I mean, I'm working in a hot tub today, <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, we look at where we were and where we are now and the short amount of time that we got here. I don't know any other business like it in the world. I don't know ever any other industry the structure is so good and the path is so clear now. It's like, dude, <laughs> I invest, right? I work, you know we succeed. You know, it, it, it's that easy. You know, yeah, I up my workflow. I up my lead flow. Dude, I up my cash flow, right? I help more families. I just had my first uh, desk claim the, uh, yesterday, actually. And man, a guy named Donald, I helped him. Man, when I first got here, you know, maybe seven, eight months ago, nine months or so, you know, helped him. One of my first leads I ever sold, got him and his wife a policy. He called me the other day in tears. His wife had passed away, and wow. he was getting his payout. And, man, the it, it makes you it so, Yep, one of my first clients. Wow. And, man, it it almost made me tear up a little bit more because it's like, dude, yeah, you get you can get so caught up in the, in the money and things like that. And, you know, by the way, it's great, right? That's all great. But, man, it really opened my eyes to, dude, I am changing people's lives, and I don't even know it. This guy, his life, like, he, he even told me, he's like, dude, he, he said Christian, you know, while he was, he's like, money can't bring her back, but she was the main breadwinner, and I'm not struggling. He's like, I just want to thank you for taking the time, and I'm getting his two sons covered tomorrow. It's so important, <laughs> man. This is, this is the greatest. And I mean, the setup is so crazy. You know, everything you do is vir a virtual win in our industry. I've never seen any because the client's winning. You're and you everybody win there winning. <laughs> the lead vendor's winning. The carrier's winning. Your upline's winning. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. You're right, man. It's, 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 it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. So yeah. that's important, man. Um, I love the way you're breaking that down. You know, can you get into, I know you're doing telesales. Can you get into sure. your strategy on your yeah. one-call closes and some things you're doing to, to make sure clients are getting protected? Absolutely. So 
you know, I, I've really shifted gears. Um, you know, I've done a lot of mortgage protection. I've done a lot of final expense. And sometimes I would do one or the other. And now I'm doing both. Okay. And my first thing when I'm calling a client now, Mark, I know everybody wants to hear, you know, logic. So let's talk logic. When I'm calling a client, okay, it, it's something that they had filled out, right? Sean says it best. It's something that they have filled out. We don't cold call, right? We're calling because you, you sent an info to us, right? And, you know, these clients to say, I'm not interested, dude, that, you know, everybody has this, you know, false sense of like a brick wall, right? And it's our job to go grab our pickaxes and overcome that brick wall of objections, right? These people need something. We have what they need. Sometimes it takes bluntness. Sometimes it takes compassion. You got to be able to read the room. But as far as my one call closes, why I've been doing a lot more of those lately, it's because number one, I do not like anybody else except myself being in control of my day. You know, I found myself for a while there when I would let people schedule me, right? <laughs> it's crazy. You know, I'd find myself waiting on appointments and low producing, you know, 2K a week, three, you know, three families helped. And it's like, man, I could be doing so many more, but I find myself waiting. And so now, you know, I'm taking, you know, uh, I, I use this example all the time and I hope it's okay. You know, you know, my dad, my dad's a preacher in Ohio. He's a pastor. You know, when we used to go and pick kids up to come on the bus to church, you know, I would never say, hey, Johnny, you know, do you want to come to church tomorrow? Of course, he's going to say, no, absolutely not, stupid. You know, <laughs> I'm going to play Xbox, right? But you know what I would do? I'd say, hey, John, hey, I'm going to be here at 945 in the morning, okay? I want you to be ready. We're going to church in the morning, okay? Obviously, be okay with their parents and whatnot. Uh, and, and, man, I'm transferring that over. It's crazy. And you know what I'm doing now, you know, to a client named John, what I'm saying is, Hey, John, okay. Hey, listen, real quick. All right, man. Um, you know, I'm a field underwriter here in, you know, let's say Detroit. Okay. I'm calling you real quick. I got a form that slipped across my desk. Okay. You, you're looking at the, your options for the, you know, the cremation coverage. Do you remember looking at that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I'm kind of busy right now. All right, John. Yeah, that's a good thing. I'm, I'm actually extremely busy. Um, so I have to make this quick. Grab a pen and a paper real quick. I'm just going to get through your options real quick. I can't issue anything today, but what I can do, I can make sure you get approved, and then we can talk about an issue date. We just got to make sure you get approved. You know, we want to get you locked in um, today. And, uh, you know, before, you know, you have a birthday, before, you know, um, you know, you could come down with a medical condition tomorrow and not qualify. We got to get you, you know, approved for something if something happened to you tonight. Grab a paper real quick. It'll take just a couple minutes. And I'm using words like, hey, real quick. Hey, I'll get you right off the phone. And I'm not letting people hang up. I'm not giving them the option to say no. You know, when you give your, your clients the option to say, hey, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not even giving them the time to talk. I mean, some, you know, obviously I'm figuring out what they need, what they want, you know, what, their object, what they're trying to accomplish. And from there, I'm not letting them talk themselves out of it, which I believe a lot of agents do. I believe a lot of agents, they'll let people say, well, you know, you know, and, and you know, you do, got, Mark, you got to read the room. You know, I tell all my agents, you know, if you're talking to 85-year-old Kathy in North Carolina that says, hey, baby, you know, or hey, how are you? You know, I'm not saying, hey, Kathy, you know, no, I'm, you know, hey, Kathy, how are you? My wife laughs at me because I always develop an accent. <laughs> you know, you, I, I'm just reading the room. Before I get to any sensitive info, social banking, whatever that is, every single time my client's going to have a sense of trust with me, whether that's, you know, that's just me relating with them on something, um, you know, winning them over. Because uh, if you win them over, you know, one call close should not be any issue. And, you know, if you're just scripted, hey, this is John from the Benefit Center here in Oakwood County, 
you know, how are you doing today? Hey, I got your option. You know, that's good and all. But what I'm finding is even better sometimes is when you are relating with them, they got someone that they genuinely know cares about them. You know, they're, they're, you're taking away, you know, you're taking away your objections. And so I tell my agents, you know, you can either create objections or you can eliminate them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the way that you present it, the way that you read the room. Um, but yeah, I've been doing a lot more one-call closes since I've been compassionate, you know, blunt with the people I need to be blunt with. Some people just get in their own head. And, you know, at the end of the day, you take these people to almost like a boot camp, right? <laughs> and then, you know, they, they follow you like a puppy sometimes. And at the end of the day, they're super happy with it, what they're, you know, with what they have. You're happy. You're getting paid. Family helped. And, you know, this guy, Donald, his wife passed away. Man, he was, he was hard to get. They were, they were in their own head. They were like, I, I don't know, you know, if we should do, <laughs> you know, here we are nine months later. And he's calling me crying saying, thank you. And I'm getting that every day, every other day, I would say, I'm getting a client saying, thank you. And that's the book of business I'm trying to build. Not people saying, hey, cancel my policy. This isn't, you know, what I want. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, no, that makes perfect man, yeah, sense. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I, honestly, I'll do this till I retire. I, I enjoy what I do. Um, and when it becomes less about the money and more about the families that you're helping and having an impact on, you know, not only are you going to succeed a little bit more, but, you know, you're just going to feel better at the end of the night. And that's what I'm learning slowly but surely. Wow, that's awesome, dude. Amazing, you know, amazing. You know, you're you're uh, doing well, man. It's, it's it's the beginning of 2023. You have the whole year ahead of you. Um, yep. What are your goals, personal production goals, and are you building a team? I am building a team, yep. I currently have about six under, under myself and counting, a few passing their exams this week, uh, in the upcoming weeks. Um, but on personal production level, I just like talking real numbers. You know, my goal is to see 720 families helped. Um, I would love to be able to hit Hall of Fame twice this year. Um, and, I, you know, I know that's no easy task. I, I have literally sat down, analyzed the numbers. I know what I have to do. I know, you know, four families a day. You know, I need to do that before I go to sleep. Um, you know, and if I'm only working five days, you know, if I'm working seven days, that's two families. I'm working five days, it's about four families. And you know, I have a very clear goal. I know what I have to do to get there. And, you know, I, I do believe in personal time with the family and things like that, but I, I'm a firm believer in this. When it's time to work, it's time to work. And at the end of the day, I, I was showing this to Caleb the other day when we were at the annual convention. We were out there in the awards for, the, for all the uh, top producers man, I didn't get an award. Yeah, I'd only been here, you know, not a full year or anything. But, man, there was something that just lit up inside of me. It's like, man, I sh- there's no doubt I could have helped more families than what I did. And I took a little video. It's funny, Mark. I took a little video of myself. It's like a five-minute little video. And Caleb laughed at it, but he, you know, it, it, what I did, I literally looked down at my phone. I took a video of myself, and I, like, nodded my head because that feeling that I was feeling in that moment, I want that to ignite every morning when I don't feel like working. And I watch that video every morning, that little five minute clip, and it just ignites, man. And I was like, dude, I know I know what I gotta do to get to this goal. It's a very clear goal for me. And I know when I slack off, you know, the next day, and I'm not saying, Well, I gotta hit this goal. No, I'm working even harder to do double because I slacked off. So, you know, clear goals, clear target. I know what I do gotta do to hit it. No days off. <laughs> 
No doubt, dude. You're crushing it. So that's amazing. Um, through Jumpstart Podcast, my man, Christian Spencer. We got to get you on some other training. You, you have a lot to offer, man. Thank you for joining us and sharing. This is, this is an amazing one. Thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. God bless. Thanks, Christian.